0: Yeah, you just started asking me a weird question that I thought would be interesting. So I was like, oh, shit, let me hit that button.
1: (laughs) Hello, welcome to a new episode of Tremendous. It's a podcast about growing zones, question mark.
0: What are growing zones?
1: Oh, we're going to talk about it today. I hope you're ready.
0: I am ready. We've we've had a long journey to get into... The studio today to record this.
1: Yeah, the the prep work is easy. It's the tech work that's not.
0: Yeah, the tech often doesn't like to cooperate. And so we kind of have to come up with a new process every time we do this. You'd think we'd be professionals by now, this being our <laughs> 21st episode.
1: We'll be professionals when we have our own podcast studio.
0: Can you believe this is episode 21?
1: I'm impressed that we're still going.
0: <laughs> Remember the first time we did it and we were like, wow, I don't know if this is going to stick. Yeah, and then here we are. <laughs> here we are. We've gone through two apartments, endless configurations of the office space. I can't even count how how many layouts we've gone through. So many different microphones, different uh, video setups. So we're back. We're talking about growing zones. This we are. This is something you and I have talked. Well, I wouldn't say talked about. It's come up. It it's been quite a heated discussion.
1: I wouldn't say it's heated around
0: the Valentino Banks household. Yeah. Well, what
1: do you, when, when you see, okay. What was your first introduction to growing zones or your kind of your understanding of them?
0: My first introduction was you talking about them. (laughs) Of course. Before that, I didn't know what a growing, I didn't even know a growing zone was a thing. I didn't know it was something we had to worry about. Um, and I think, I think it first came up way back in the day when we were brainstorming things we could talk about on a podcast Yeah, and you were like, Ooh, I want to do one about growing zones. And I was like, cool. That's awesome.
1: (laughs) Whatever that means.
0: (laughs) Um, and then that was it. And then you like told me briefly what they are like a really, really general idea.
1: Yeah. What do you think? And then nothing beyond that.
0: So like, if you're asking me what my understanding of a growing zone is, it's just a definition of, uh, I think it's a definition of climate and I don't know, like what can grow within an area depending on the definition.
1: That's pretty close. What you'll find is in a nursery, the the label tags will have growing zones and it'll be a number. And that's kind of where we go off from. So, a growing zone or a hardiness zone is a geographical area defined to encompass a certain range of climatic conditions relevant to plant growth and survival. So you're, you're pretty close. Yeah, I feel
0: like that's a pretty close.
1: Yeah. The zone range is mostly related to temperature, but it can vary a little bit.
0: Just temperature. Cause I would think like humidity as well would be a factor.
1: Well, In some cases, when you rise in heat, you also rise in humidity. So they do go hand in hand. Like you're not going to be somewhere really cold and humid. You know what I mean?
0: Well, that's that's not true. Here in the winter, it's really cold and humid. I guess that's true. Like we have high humidity year round here and it makes it makes us experience the worst version of every form of weather. Like (laughs) the colds are too cold and the hots are too hot. And it's kind of super bullshit. I'm like, you know what zone we're in? do oh uh oh i do no i don't google it no well i i i did a bit of research but i did not uh spoiler alert for later in the podcast we're gonna quiz katherine on her knowledge of growing zones Mm -hmm. geographically like spread out across the continent and whatever so when i was choosing some cities that i could quiz her on i was i i decided i couldn't pick here because she's just gonna know that like that's just a free answer for her Uh, So I I don't know, but I'm going to guess I I have a bunch of cities and their zones on this list. And based on it, I'm going to guess we're somewhere in the zone seven range.
1: Good job. We are (sighs) zone seven.
0: I'm a genius. Not really, but I'm taking it.
1: But it also depends where you live in
0: the county. Well, we don't have counties. Oh, well. For our Canadian listeners, what is a county?
1: Oh, that's a good question. So, like, I live in Whatcom County, which is defined as, like, the top of Blaine all the way down to Skagit County, which is below south of Bellingham. It's just a regional area.
0: Okay. So, you could have multiple cities or towns within a county.
1: Yeah, there is. Okay, Absolutely. So,
0: I guess it's, like, here we have the lower mainland, which isn't, mm-hmm. it's not defined as a county, but... It's a it's a handful of cities yeah. in and around Vancouver.
1: Exactly. Okay. So, so like we have kind of a diverse county. Like we're also we're by the ocean, but we're also in between the mountains, things like that. And then there's also like plains where it's like super windy. So depending where you are, it can go from anywhere from like a six to a seven. So for for the most oh, part. Oh, so
0: Whatcom we, County is variable.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, basically any place can be a little variable based on like microclimates. Like it's like the thing where like in the city, it's a lot more hotter because of the concrete because it reflects the heat and the asphalt. So like, it's super, super warm when I'm at work and I'll come home and I'm surrounded by all this, like surrounded by my garden. It's a lot more lush and cooler and manageable.
0: You do have a lush garden. I will shout you out.
1: Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So who, who creates or defines growing zones?
1: So the growing zones that we go by here in America and in Canada was developed by the United States Department of Agricultural. So the USDA.
0: As, what? USDA, as I like Is that, to call them.
1: USDA. Uh, yeah, Oosta. USDA. Yeah. okay. And they developed it as a rough guide for landscaping, gardening, and defines 13 zones by annual extreme minimum temperature. So we're talking about how cold it gets, and it, it was adapted by other countries like Canada and things like that. But I learned that it's not used in other places. So, like, I believe Australia has their own guide.
0: Spoiler alert: They do. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah so. I, I did. I
0: did learn this in in my bit of research as well.
1: Hmm. So yeah. So. That's what it is, the zone, so we're zone seven. I don't know, I can't remember what temperature that means we go down to, but it's just kind of like the average like coldest temperature, so the average winter temperature
0: and zones typically have letters assigned to them as well there's a's, there's b's what what's yeah. what's like what's the difference between seven a and seven b
1: to be honest, I don't know,
0: but I bet it's just a few degrees okay, that yeah, oh, so yeah, I guess then like seven would be a range. And then A would probably be like the upper or lower limit of that range. And then B would be the opposite.
1: Right. And what's interesting is so like what, like I was talking about before, like when you're looking at a plant in a nursery with the tag, it has a, a zone on it. And so it'll be like zone seven. And that's how I know it'll be hardy here. But if it was a zone nine, I could possibly grow it in the summer, but it won't survive the winter.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. So zones
0: can zones change based on weather or you can grow plants that are meant for different zones when the weather here is different basically. Correct.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then so like if something was a zone 3, I wouldn't even have to worry about the hardiness cuz the lower you, the lower the zone number goes, the hardier it becomes.
0: And what is hardiness? What does hardy mean? I know we've talked about it before, but yeah, we're fresh. Hard,
1: yeah, so hardiness means that it will most likely come back next year. It won't die or rot away, things like that.
0: So the lower number, the hardier it is.
1: Essentially. And then
0: the more likely it is to grow year after year.
1: Correct, in a, in a certain area.
0: So like pine trees, for example, would be considered hardy?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: But... I can't think of something something that that's uh tropical. Tropical? Yeah. Yeah, but tropical plants regrow, don't they? They do regrow. So they would be hardy.
1: They Okay, so they they would they're hardy in tropical zones. So like zones 8 plus. But you can grow tropicals here, but here's the catch. You can grow them outside in the summer, but you have to bring them inside to your house or your greenhouse in the winter oh, because okay. they would not survive the minimum temperature of this area.
0: Okay. So hardiness is dependent on the zone.
1: Yes. It's not just a
0: single singular definition that applies everywhere.
1: Yeah. So it's just referencing how cold the plant can handle it. Um, That's why some plants are annuals in some places and considered perennials in other places. That's why you can grow tropicals, but they won't come back. Things like that. And Um,
0: this is uh, diverging off the topic a little bit, but do you have to bring tropical plants inside
1: in the winter here? Yes, here you do. If you want them to survive for another season. Yes. But if you don't care, you can just let them die.
0: Cause growing up, we had a palm tree in the front yard and we just Mm -hmm. wrapped it in saran wrap every winter.
1: Yeah, I really believe you're protecting it from the winter cold. You're insulating it, helping it survive. And also, like, there's some areas in our in, there's some areas in our environment that get extreme wind. And when you're, um, it's called the nor'easter. <laughs> and when you're wrapping it, you're supporting it that way.
0: Well, we don't get nor'easters here. Yes, we do. No, nor'easters are northeast.
1: Well, oh, I guess we'll you, you in, get them in no,
0: but- in New Brunswick, where my mom is from. She used to talk about them all the time. And like New York gets them as well.
1: We get them, too, out in the county when it's where it's where it's plains and it's not protected.
0: Surely they'd be called Norwesters. No,
1: because it's east of the county. What? <laughs> it's it's re- it's all relative. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't I don't have enough uh, knowledge to say one way or another, but I'm going to look into it and we're going to report back.
1: Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> zones are kind of just a guideline. There are other things that can predict whether like a plant will survive in an area. So I talked about there's possibilities for like microclimates, and that can create variations in the nighttime temperatures. For example, I live by the coast, and um, it's really hard for me to grow tomatoes here. Tomatoes and peppers specifically, they'll grow, but they don't ripen to their best ability. And I want to say, this is our speculation, is because our nighttime temperatures are a little bit chillier because we're getting the wind off of the ocean. And that's, so there's a variation there, whereas someone who is growing tomatoes more inland probably doesn't have that type of problem. So, and then I wanted to talk about another factor. Um, I want to hear it. Winter conditions also play a role in hardiness of plants. So... P and W, Pacific Northwest winters are notoriously wet and sometimes a plant could survive the temperature, but they can't survive the wetness. they rot out. So it's not, some, some things are labeled, oh, zone seven, but if you keep it in an area that doesn't drain well, it might not survive. So yes, zones can tell you a lot of information, but it doesn't give you the whole picture.
0: It's good to know then that there's more research that you need to do if you're looking for optimal growing conditions.
1: I think the best thing you can do is if you move somewhere new and you're wondering what to grow is to take a walk in your neighborhood and see what other
0: homeowners,
1: people are growing. That will give you a really, that will give you the best guide on what you can grow in your yard.
0: Well, what are you growing in your yard right now?
1: Oh, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a section. Do you want to talk about flowers, veggies, or perennials?
0: Well, let's say veggies. I feel okay. like like people looking into growing zones are probably most interested in fruits and veggies.
1: Yeah. So right now I'm growing, I just harvested a really big bowl of snap peas, one of my favorite veggies to eat. They're super fresh. And it's funny because snap peas are considered a cold weather crop. So you can start them a little bit earlier. So that could be. I don't know what the hardiness of snap peas are, but you probably grow them in the maybe in more northern parts of Canada. I'm gonna guess. I don't know what zone it goes to. But snap peas. Um, right now, my strawberries aren't about to be ready to harvest. They're all June bearing, and we're in June, so they're all turning red. Um, we have garlic. I can go on. Should I keep going? I yeah, don't know. I'd
0: love to hear. This is all all good to know uh, if you're curious about what grows ideally in the Pacific Northwestern zone, like because it's 7A, 7B.
1: And then I'm getting um, nasturtiums right now. The leaves are getting like, I want to say almost as big as my face. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And a nasturtium is a flower, but you can eat all parts of the plant. So I'm going to, I want to make like a wrap with the leaf. One day it's it's kind of spicy, kind of like arugula.
0: Like a lettuce, like a lettuce wrap burger or something.
1: Right. Exactly. Or a collard greens wrap, things like that. Um, I, we have beets in the yard. All of my herbs are coming to fruition right now. Blueberries. Um, I'm trying to think of what's in my roommate's bed. They're going beans, beets, and other veggies that I can't think of at the moment.
0: <laughs> I was trying to think of one more that started with B, but I couldn't.
1: Beans, beets. Uh, I don't know why I want to say rutabaga, but that's not even, <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a thing.
0: I was thinking uh, you said beets, and my mind went to Bears Beets and Battlestar Galactica.
1: Oh, exactly. What is it? His his Shroot. Wait, what is it? Shroot Farms. Shroot Farms. Yep. Nice.
0: (laughs) Banks Farms.
1: Yes. Did you know that beets are really good for you? Like really, really.
0: I did, but I don't like them.
1: I well, I'm growing a golden beet this year because I've had a like a golden beet salad where it's like barley. Little bit of feta cheese, roasted golden beet. It's it was really good, so I'm excited.
0: Well, barley, there's another B one.
1: I'm not growing barley. (laughs) (laughs) You might be able to here. I don't know.
0: Maybe worth trying, probably.
1: Right.
0: (laughs) So, uh, uh, growing zones aren't limited to North America.
1: No, they're not. They're just a definite, just a definition on climate, really.
0: And every. I wonder how many countries use the U.S. zone model versus how many countries do their own.
1: I don't know. I know for sure the U.S. and Canada do, but I didn't see any other things online about them using it. But that's probably because the U.S. and Canada share the similar climate.
0: Yeah. Well, we share basically everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know Australia has their own.
1: I feel like Australia is unique, though, just geographically. It kind of is, isn't it? I mean, well, I guess we could say that about any places. It's all so different, so it wouldn't surprise me that other other countries would create their own guidelines. Also, like using the Fahrenheit versus Celsius, I'm sure.
0: Oh yeah, that would be. There's
1: definitely yeah. variation there, things like that.
0: So, can you give us some zone examples and uh, plants that pe- get that can be grown within them?
1: Mm. Was that a question on the
0: list? That was a question on the prep list. Yes, Catherine.
1: I didn't look that one up. <laughs>
0: I'm embarrassed. Well, we got we got we got strawberries and snap peas for zone seven. That's about all you need
1: to know. Yeah, you can grow conifers here. You basically basically you just can't grow anything really tropical looking.
0: Which is a shame because those that's all my favorite shit.
1: I know. It's okay. We'll have an indoor tropical jungle.
0: I've already got two trees going. We're halfway there.
1: We, yeah, we got it. We're on the right path. <laughs> I can't believe I missed that question. I can't
0: believe you missed it either.
1: It's but You know what it is? It actually doesn't surprise me because I didn't open the the note. I was just uh, writing a e- note. You didn't
0: even look at the notes I gave you.
1: I did. I'm sorry. We are such sorry. a great
0: team. Everyone listening is rolling their eyes.
1: It was going so well till this point. <laughs>
0: I hit the wrong sound. That's not the one I want to do. Everyone just ignore that.
1: (laughs) I didn't hear a sound at all. Oh, that's
0: good. I have the volume turned down.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Next question.
0: What was the next question? My
1: next talking point is about um, zones changing.
0: Well, let's, let's talk about that. So we, we talked briefly about zones can change based on Mm -hmm. weather. Have zones ever been redefined?
1: It's not that zones can change. It's just that the area changes to a different zone. You know what I mean? But my original thought was that zones don't change. Like the definition, the definition for zone six won't change, but I was with a little bit of research, I was proven wrong. Um, so it's, what I'm going to say is the areas might change. They might fluctuate to what actually, how they're actually defined, but the general zones, like zone seven is from this degree to this degree, that part doesn't rarely changes. And in 2012, they did a little bit of an assessment of the map of America. They kind of fluctuated things because of climate change, things like that. And on average. Most places went up about three degrees. So there is a little bit of fluctuation in areas changing zones, but the definition of the zone is hardly ever changed.
0: So a, a city or a county or whatever can get a new zone. Yeah. But the, the definition of the zone itself is is pretty fixed, obviously, because the plants are going to thrive in the environment, regardless of what we want to call it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like scientifically. And I think, unfortunately, in our lifetime, we're going to see uh, things moving up in zone number. So things moving up in heat because of climate change.
0: As, it's, so, as the Earth gets like warmer.
1: Yeah, zones or are, areas are going to stay warmer for longer. They're going to become warmer sooner. Yeah. And so there is going to be variation of what we can grow in 20 years,
0: which is a little, little scary. Yeah, I was going to say, do you ever get concerned about that? Because...
1: Uh, a little bit, but like I don't know how to explain it. Like I had a customer today. I was like, "Oh, what a very like unique wagon you've picked out." Like that's like you. It was just a bunch of random. Like they look like native plants, which kind of just like all look the same to me mm-hmm. sometimes. And she's like, "Oh, I'm gardening for global warming." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Okay." But she's like, "Yeah, these are all really good drought tolerant things," and it actually got me thinking, like how can you combat that in your own personal yard? But that would be like planting trees now to create shade later, create like a more cooler environment. So you can grow kind of the cool weather crops. Like you were, like you could 10 years ago, things like that.
0: Yeah. But then I guess you also have to plan to grow trees that can survive in the warmer climate. Exactly.
1: So there's, I, I can't remember where I heard it and I'm sorry, I don't have the reference, but I, learned that there's this cedar called the Alaskan weeping cedar. We call it at work like the wizard cedar because it kind of has a very like structure to it that looks like a dark wizard walking through the forest. You know which ones I'm talking about? Tall, green, slender. And they're they're, um, a type of conifer or evergreen or whatever. But I learned that their existence is threatened because It's so warm and we're not getting as much snowpack. And in the winter, the snowpack protects the roots of these really large trees and it insulates them and it keeps the roots from experiencing like extreme cold temperatures. But because we're not getting that snowpack, it's like not like protecting it as much. So there is an idea to gardening for global warming. I don't know what the solution is though.
0: Yeah, it's hard to say a solution is anything other than trying to prevent climate change like Mm -hmm. doing everything we can to slow the effects that we've already caused
1: Uh, a little overwhelming you could say
0: (laughs) more than a little i would say
1: (laughs) yeah but you also have to like if you own a property you have to be i don't want to say you have to come to an understanding that one day you might lose a ton of plants that you might have invested a lot of money into but as a gardener, you should be used to that already. <laughs> like that yeah. possibility mm. is always there that you're gonna lose a crop or lose a tree or lose invest money into it and not get the return you were expecting. That's gardening for you.
0: Yeah. That that's uh the whole the whole climate change affecting the the food supply mm-hmm. and ecosystem mm-hmm. is it's scary. It's a lot to think about. Right.
1: Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. I should tell a good customer story. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Um, I might have told you this one already, but a customer brought up the plant to the counter and it was a really pretty plant. So I was like inspecting it and I found this like little mini grasshopper and I like turned the plant around. I was like, look, this grasshopper. And of course it like, hopped all the way off the plant onto the floor. But that was like a five foot drop for a grasshopper that was like super tiny. And we were all like, whoa, <laughs> like amazed that the grasshopper was hopping. It's, I guess it's a very entertaining story, but it was in the moment. It was really funny. The
0: grasshopper kept hopping after it survived the five foot drop.
1: Well, I looked for it and I couldn't find it. So I kind of just had to continue on. <laughs> oh,
0: little thing just hopped right away.
1: Yeah. I was like, I'm not in my elements. <laughs> Uh okay. well
0: well Catherine, tell us what is your ideal growing zone? And I have a feeling that at this point I know it, but for everyone else listening, tell, well, well, was, hey, hang on. Why don't why don't you tell us why it's zone seven?
1: <laughs> My ideal growing zone is zone seven. No way. I feel like I'm biased though. I think like, I would agree. Um, well, because it's because it's what I'm most familiar with growing in and i think that the season is nice and long and that i like what i can grow like it all excites me so zone seven is my favorite but well i can adapt
0: to provide context i know this because kat and i have talked about moving away from the pacific northwest and when i say we've talked about it i mean i've brought it up and she's been extremely uninterested in it but every time I suggest a potential city we can live in outside of the Pacific Northwest, the very first thing she says is, well, what's the growing zone? I don't know, I Catherine. Know. That's not part of my standard research.
1: <laughs> well, it's going <laughs> to need to be because I need to know what if I can do my regular gardening or not.
0: But without fail, every time I figure it out, you say, oh, that's not our growing zone. Or you just laugh <laughs> at the growing zone. <laughs>
1: He's like zone five, which is like negative 25. And I'm like, ah, no, thank you.
0: <laughs> well, I think you'll find that when you look back into cities and their growing zones, you'll find that zone five is not negative 25. Thank you very much. What is it? Zone five? Couldn't tell you, but it's not that.
1: Are you sure? I want uh, you to look it up right now. I'm
0: about a thousand percent sure. Okay, we're going to put the show on hold. Okay, we're back. Uh, are we talking Fahrenheit or Celsius?
1: We're talking Fahrenheit because that's the only way I can understand.
0: Okay, Fahrenheit zone 5 goes down to minus 20.
1: Oh, I was pretty close. You're you got pretty close.
0: You're right. You're right. We'll, we'll give you the points.
1: Also, the difference between well done. negative... Well done. The difference between negative 20 and negative 25, I won't know. It'll just be cold to me. It is. Yes, that's
0: essentially it. It is pretty cold.
1: Right. Um, you know, it's funny. I'm looking at my notes right now and I do have an example of what to grow in certain zones. Oh, well. I think that I just mixed up my. Order everyone. Of- it's
0: a miracle. So my goodness, she's done it.
1: I can't remember exactly how the question was worded. Well, what, uh,
0: uh the question was something like, uh, what are some growing zone examples and what are some mm-hmm. examples of plants that can be grown in them? So we've covered okay, so zone cool. seven.
1: Yeah. So I picked oranges, and where when you think of where do oranges come from, where do you think of Florida? Perfect. I'm a genius. And what's the what zone do you think is in Florida?
0: Oh, well, I'm gonna say the eight there's, to nine
1: range. There's actually variation. Um, so zone oranges are a zone nine, so they can be grown basically Florida and souther. I don't think that's the right proper way to say that. Southern, like below Florida and below. Florida and below. (laughs) But Florida. Okay. So I went, okay. Oranges, citrus, lemon trees. And you know, people have lemon trees here and this explains it. So lemon tree zones also a nine, but you know, we do with our lemon trees in the Pacific Northwest. What? We bring them in like a house plant. Just like I was talking about before.
0: So then they can, do they keep growing indoors?
1: Yeah, they maintain their leaves and everything. Like year round? Yeah. Well, I would take it outside in the summer to give it right, some, right, right. Of course. summer loving. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was my example. So like oranges, avocados, other citruses, things like that. Did you know in Florida, there's a tree, I think it's called the popcorn tree. I could be wrong, but it smells like butter popcorn when it's in bloom.
0: I did not know this, but I'm extremely interested.
1: Yeah, I'm interested too. We'll have to
0: <laughs> we'll have to go and experience.
1: I think so. Once the world opens up a little bit more.
0: Yeah, hopefully not too far from now.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all the information that I have on growing zones. Use it as a guideline, but it's not 100% going to tell you if something can grow in a certain area. There's other variables.
0: Take take the information we provide and expand your knowledge.
1: Take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> uh
0: well, how about we do quiz time?
1: Let's do it.
0: Do you think that you are going to ace this quiz?
1: I think I'm going to come close, maybe 80%.
0: I was going to say like an 8 out of 10 I consider acing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd say so.
0: Okay, so what we're going to do is I have picked out 10 cities. Okay. I'm going to list them one by one. You're going to tell me the, the, the growing zone you think it is. And then at the end, I will tell you how many you got correct.
1: Okay. Sound Sounds good. good. I'm oh going to have to,
0: I'm going to have to take notes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ready? Number one, Calgary, Alberta. Five. Okay. okay. Yeah.
1: Five.
0: Next up, Manhattan, New York.
1: Oh, that's weird because I, I'd like to think that that part, I'd like to think they're the same lad, which one's the latitude or longitude, which one's the horizontal one?
0: I think horizontal is longitude.
1: Okay. I like to think if we're saying it right, that Washington and New York are on the same longitude, but I think that they are lower than us. So I'm going to say zone, but they also get really intense winters. They do. They get
0: more snow than we do. They get proper nor'easters. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm going to say shit. I'm going to say zone seven B. Cause even though I don't know what the okay. A and B stands for, <laughs> maybe I should have defined what A and B stood for before guessing with it. No, you're good. I'm going to go with it.
0: Next one. Jacksonville, Florida.
1: Oh, it's definitely somewhere between nine and eleven. So I'm gonna go. Oh, nine. Okay, I'm going to go 9.
0: okay i Nine. Okay.
1: It might be an eight. I don't know.
0: Next up, Sydney, Australia.
1: Oh, I'm gonna say ten.
0: Ten. Okay.
1: That's pretty warm, though. I don't know. Actually, do they? They get winter. Okay, I don't know. keep going
0: if you're gonna ask what their winters are like, I could I have no idea
1: me either like,
0: i I would assume still sunny.
1: I think they're pretty close to the equator, so it should remain pretty warm regularly
0: they're they're closer than we are for sure, but they're south of the equator by some margin,
1: oh. I, geography is not my top subject so that's
0: okay this ain't a geography podcast there we go uh next one seoul south korea
1: oh that's a good one thank you oh i, I don't know i know that if oh, or is it, or am i thinking about japan i think i'm thinking about japan i'm gonna say okay so japan is an island right Yes. Japan has really similar climate to us. So that makes me think that we're really close um, longitudinally. Okay. (laughs) And I think... We're
0: not talking about Japan.
1: I know, I know. (laughs) And I think that South Korea is north of Japan. So that means that the hardiness number is going to go down. I'm going to say they are a six. Okay. Brady's giving me no reaction. So I have no idea if I'm getting. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just writing
0: down your guesses so that. Okay. Uh, I, I I'd have all the information when we come to the grading portion. Uh, next okay. up, London, England.
1: Oh, they have to be a seven. Okay. Because it's, they have such a similar climate to us. And I've listened to some podcasts about people growing plants in England that it makes me think that. Where we have to be neck and neck because they also have rainy winters.
0: Well, from what I know about uh, London, England in general, they basically have the exact same climate as we do.
1: Okay, so I'm going to go with a strong, seven, strong seven. Maybe maybe a six by the coast. Who knows?
0: Okay, well, I'll, I'll write that <laughs> down.
1: I'll write that down.
0: Um, next up, Denver, Colorado. Oh,
1: they have to be... See, this is so hard because I'm trying to take other factors into it. So, like, elevation affects temperature, too.
0: Yeah, this one might actually be the the hardest because of the elevation.
1: And I have a friend who lives in Denver, and I swear to God, every other week she's like, it's snowing! And the other (laughs) week she's like, it's 80 degrees! And so I'm trying to think really hard. But since it is more southern than we are Oh, God. I'm going to say 8A, even though I don't know what A and B stand for. (laughs) 8A? Oh, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. What do they grow? Denver is a really big beer city, so they have to be able to grow hops. And we can grow hops in the zone 7. I'm going to stick with my answer. 8A? Yeah.
0: Okay, we're sticking with it. Okay. Uh, Okay, next up, Milwaukee.
1: Oh, they'll... milwaukee gets very intense winters but they also can grow really similar things to what i can grow i know this because my sister lives there but i think because they are more inland obviously they're in the middle of the u.s they're more warmer but they also have more intense winters shit man i don't even know okay they have to be (laughs) They have to be
0: a, a six or like a five B. Okay. And the last one, oh, Maui, man. Hawaii. I'm
1: going to say an 11. Okay. that was, It might be, it might be a 10. You got there quick.
0: Which one do you yeah. want to go with? I'm
1: going to say 11. I'll, I'll tell
0: you one of the two you guessed is correct.
1: Okay. I'm going to say 11.
0: Okay. Okay. Are you ready feel, for the results of this?
1: No, I feel like I should have explained. So like zone one is like really, really cold temperature and then all the way up to zone 10 is warmer. But if they haven't yeah. picked up on that, then they probably are lost.
0: That's okay. Um, so I'm going to give you an eight out of 10 just on confidence.
1: Oh no. Because I feel like you deserve really that. Bad.
0: You. Okay.
1: Logical
0: deduction did not work, did it? <laughs> it it kind of did. So
1: okay.
0: Uh I'm gonna read this in order.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh rather than telling you the score right off the bat. So for Calgary, you said five. Calgary is in fact zone four A.
1: Oh my god, it's so
0: cold <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was like, oh. five <gasps> isn't minus 25 because Calgary's like minus 25. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. So Calgary is even
0: colder. Oh,
1: my God. It's so cold there, Brady.
0: Um, Next up, we had Manhattan. You okay. said 7B. It was 7B. I don't know how <laughs> the hell you did that, but you got it right on the money. That was impressive.
1: <laughs> okay, uh,
0: Jacksonville, you were bouncing between 9 and 8. And what I found was it is between 8B and 9A.
1: Shut up. So I'm going to give you
0: half a point for that one.
1: I think Jacksonville. Oh, you know what? You what? The- I'm going to
0: give you a whole point for that one.
1: Thank you. I'm going to
0: give you a whole point. Okay. Um. Next one. I think I forgot to ask you one. I don't think I asked you Albuquerque.
1: Albuquerque, New Mexico?
0: Yeah, New Mexico.
1: Okay, the desert. The, the ABQ. Desert the desert zones really get me. Okay. Let me think. Okay. Breaking bad. Yep. Always warm.
0: Crystal meth. (laughs) All people.
1: Eight. I'm going to say it's an eight. Might be nine.
0: Seven a seven B.
1: Really? Interesting.
0: Oh. So I'll pencil that one down. Uh, After that was Sydney, Australia. You said 10. It was 11 a.
1: Well, my question is, is we define that Australia has a different... It has
0: its own. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but and you found
1: the USDA one?
0: I'm pretty sure I use the USDA number. I'm I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay. And so did I get it right?
0: You said 10. It was 11A.
1: Oh, so I didn't get
0: it right. <laughs> so like you were close-ish.
1: Yeah. It,
0: like, it's not like you said six and it was seven or 11A, you
1: know? Kind of. Australia is kind of like an enigma to me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just (laughs) fucking spiders and snakes and sharks.
1: I'm a little afraid. And they they say no, no, and I don't like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You don't like how they pronounce stuff?
1: No, it's not that I don't like it. It just throws me off all the time.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, shout out to our Australian listeners. (laughs) Uh, After that was Seoul, South Korea. You said six? They were a seven B.
1: Hmm. I guess I don't understand its relation longitudinally to us.
0: And I don't know if they have their own or if they use. Yeah. Or just use the USDA. Uh, but what I found was 7B. Yeah. Now this is, this is where your logic, either your logic went off the rails a little bit or my research really shit the bed. London, England, you said seven or six. And what I found was 5A. Really? But given what we know about zone five's temperature, I don't know that that's actually correct. I think I might have that one wrong. Are you
1: going to look it yeah, up? Yeah, I'm going to look it up right now. Okay.
0: There's a blog post that says 5A, and then there's a plant map that says 9A.
1: So inconclusive, inconclusive,
0: but certainly not seven or six, but
1: the middle number is
0: seven. Oh, okay. I suppose you like a point for that.
1: Yes, I
0: would. Okay. On average. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll move it over (laughs) because the yes column's not looking so hot. Okay. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Um, After that, we had Denver, Colorado. You said eight a,
1: I was so confused. I don't know.
0: What I found was five B to six A.
1: Oh, so really hardy. Actually, that makes sense. Does that make sense? It does. Um, I just got confused because they're a little bit more southern than us. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's okay. But they have pine trees there, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
0: After that, we had Milwaukee. Yeah. Um. First. You said 5B, and then you switched to 6.
1: Okay. What is it? 5B. Oh, okay. So I'm going to give you that point.
0: I'm going to give you that point. (laughs) Because that was right on the money.
1: Yeah.
0: It wasn't as impressive as you just saying 7B for Manhattan and not having any internal debate about it. Um, Yeah. But okay, we'll give you that one. And then finally, Maui, Hawaii. Oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> you said zone eleven, yeah. And, and what I found was Maui is nine B, ten A, ten B, eleven A, eleven B, twelve A, twelve B, and thirteen A. But wow, on average, zone eleven. And you said zone eleven.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest, I forgot it goes all the way up to thirteen. <laughs> so I'm I'm giving you the point. Thank you. Because it was kind
0: of a trick question with the seven different zones.
1: Well, if you think about it, if it's a whole island, then like there's variation from the coast to the inside. So
0: this was just Maui County. Oh, I know.
1: All I know is it's warm and it's and it's uh humid. Yes. Based on that information.
0: So your total is you had one two exactly right which were manhattan and milwaukee
1: yeah
0: uh jacksonville you bounced between the right answer maui you got the average and london we gave you because inconclusive (laughs) research which gives you one two three four uh five out of five or five out of ten sorry wow that's really shitty
1: (laughs) see zones don't tell you everything there's other factors you know what though
0: You were close on all of them. Yeah. Like you were within a zone and a half of all the ones you guessed. True. Which I think is impressive.
1: This is my gardening deduction skills. (laughs) Okay. That concludes our.
0: That concludes the quiz. I wish we had some theme music to go with it. Maybe we'll give you one of these. Too short. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll give you. Let's go. Thank Come you. On. Thank Come you. on. Everybody on so, your feet. On your feet. On your feet. I'm,
1: your feet. I'm, I'm America's favorite gardener guesser.
0: <laughs> You're my favorite gardener guesser by a yeah. very yeah. wide margin.
1: We completed another episode of Tremendous. How I, do you feel about this one? I feel good about this one. I was yeah. frustrated
0: in the beginning with technical difficulties.
1: Yeah, but we got it.
0: But uh, this was good. A yeah. L- little meta behind the scenes for everyone. I really liked how we prepped this one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where I was able to help with the outline, which yeah. helped inform what I felt comfortable talking about yeah. as we went through the topics. It was really nice. I'm glad we did this.
1: Yeah, me too. Thanks for listening. Thanks
0: for listening, everybody. I hope you learned something. I hope you were entertained.
1: Hopefully, it's, they're not more confused about it.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe they are, maybe they're not. Gro- as As we've talked about, Growing zones aren't really a super precise thing.
1: Yeah. It's arbitrary to understanding things.
0: Yeah. You know what we should. It's way too late to have for this episode, but we should have like. Like a a fun fact about each episode's topic, like just Mm. a quick, easy, digestible, fun fact that the listeners can then take and provide to someone else.
1: Okay.
0: Like, you know, it's a, uh, you know, it's a good uh, fact that is entirely unrelated, but I'm going to give it away for free. Okay. You may remember this from astronomy or science in, in school or whatever, but the, the tallest mountain in the solar system is on Mars. It's called Olympic Mons. Okay. And it's the tallest uh, mountain in the solar system.
1: What zone is it? (laughs) I'm just it's cold continue. as
0: fuck. <laughs> so 13 uh, anyway, so <laughs> it's, it's the, uh, the, the tallest, but it's also the, the absolute widest as well. And it's so wide that if you stand on top of the mountain, you don't realize you're standing on a mountain because of how oh. gradual the incline is. Mm, that,
1: that sounds like a tremendous factoid,
0: tremendous factoid. There you go, everybody
1: yeah you're welcome
0: thanks for listening thank you for tuning in this has been Tremendous a podcast about plants if you're loving our content be sure to check us out at Tremendous.fm or at Tremendous.fm on Twitter and make sure you're subscribed to get notifications of new episodes happy planting